Have you ever wondered about just how to get started learning 3D animation and VFX? Well, stay tuned, because in this episode, number 2111, the CG Bros will be doing a deep dive into that subject when they answer the commonly asked question, how do I get started learning 3D animation and VFX? On the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast. Hi there, and welcome back to the CG Insider Podcast. It's really great to see you again. In this week's podcast, episode 2111, the CG Bros are going to answer another question submitted on our Ask Us Anything page on the cgbros.com website by one of our viewers, Antonio R. from Phoenix, Arizona. Antonio asks us, how do I get started learning 3D animation and VFX? I'm Sean Johnston, one of the CG Bros. And I'm Bill Johnston, one of the other CG Bros. Well, by the end of this podcast, uh, you'll know enough to get started off in the right direction as well as learn what you need to be thinking about before even getting started. We're going to discuss a few things about the basic artistic traits you'll need to have or develop and how those traits specifically support the creation of character animation as well as visual effects animation. We're also going to walk you through how to hone your skills and start turning your hobby into a career as a beginning professional if you choose. We're really excited to talk about this, so let's get into it. So Bill... What are some of your thoughts regarding the basic traits uh, one needs to even start learning to create art in, in general? Well, you know, that's a, that's a, I'm really glad we got the chance to discuss this. Um, you know, we've kind of touched on this in several podcasts in the past uh, here and there, but, you know, it's nice to dedicate you know, a podcast to this. You know, CGI is an art form, you know, pretty much like any other art form. And, you know, if you're a talented uh, person, if you've got, you know, creative abilities and you're passionate about art, uh, becoming a CG or 3D artist is is really an attainable goal. So you know a lot of people say, oh, you know, I could never do that, but you know, it just takes a a little focus, you know, and 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 a little knowledge, and that's what we're here to provide. Um, you know, so what steps do you need to take in order to turn your your, your dream of becoming a CG artist into reality? Um, well, I'll tell you what, listening to this podcast is probably a great beginning. Um, but you know, honestly, so, sometimes getting started is the hardest part of doing anything new and. So um, I'm glad we kind of chose this question to, to work on. So to begin our discussion, you know, we're going to assume that, that you have some kind of artistic or visual talent, or at, or at least you have an affinity or desire to create some great art. Um, but before we get too deeply into what you need to know to begin doing CGI, we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about some of those basics that, uh, that you probably want to uh, you know, have before you yeah. really get going. Yes, and you know, I wanted to go back to what you just said at the very beginning because I thought that was that was great. Um, you know, I know a lot of the people that I that uh, that I've come across, including myself at one point, is you you think that you're not either capable or you maybe you just don't have enough confidence to get started. And, you know, doing the CGI or VFX, um, you have this you know you have an interest, but you just go, oh well, it's maybe it's too much. The learning curve is too much, or um, maybe my artistic talent isn't isn't enough. I don't think you, um, just by the, that question or not, you're, you know, thinking about those things, you're not going to, um, you're not gonna, actually not going to have a good uh, attitude going into it. So anybody mm-hmm. can do it. Um, you just have to have um, just, you know, grit through it and you have to have desire and passion as well as, um, you know, just, just keep in the back of your mind that, hey, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of, first of all, there's a lot of need out there. So um, there's a, a lot of room for a lot of people and just give yourself time and uh, keep going for it. 
Yeah, definitely. It's a it's it's a growing industry, and and you know the truth is every everyone in in their heart is a potential artist. They just need to really you know find the right medium to express their creative ideas. Uh, so uh, you know, and especially if you're new or you you know to 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 CG, uh, you know you might not have spent much time creating art, but you know it, like you said, it does it can feel daunting uh, to become an artist. But just you know. The fact that you're listening to our podcast means that you you probably got what it takes to become a CG artist. Um, Definitely. So, uh, I, I'd say you know just before we you know talk talk about the basics, just so we're clear about something. You, you know, you have to before you even get in, and this kind of goes to what you were saying about you know people saying, "Oh, I don't have what I need." Uh, you, you know, you really want to set some real uh, realistic expectations um, that you want to accomplish when you're setting out to learn the craft of CG. You know, having Having a hobby is one thing, but if you're if you want to do CG as a hobby, um, you know that that's that means you're probably not going to you know at least right now let you know go for landing a job. So, um, you know, there's two different ways you go about it. If it's just going to be a hobby for you, then then you know this podcast is for you. But we're going to go into a little bit about also, you know, if you want to if you're thinking about maybe doing this as a job, you know what you'll need to know. So. Um, you know, and to your point, a lot of people have given up learning on CGI because it, it you know, it, it ended up being too much for them. And that's, I think, mainly because of what I was talking about, which was they, they didn't have realistic expectations about it. So if you're planning on getting a job doing it, you really need to be good at it. And uh, but, you know, if you don't really want to be good, it's still a great, cool hobby to have. Uh, right. So with that in mind, um, you know, I was just doing not CGI, to, not, go ahead. I was just going to say not to belabor it. But yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so a, a CGI is like any other art form. Uh, so to become really good at it, you're needing to be passionate. You're going to need to be committed, uh, disciplined for sure, and and overall probably it, you need to be very patient. Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into creating CGI, so it's it's not like making instant pudding. So you know, there's there's a lot of things to learn, uh, and and we're going to tell you how to kind of get started doing that. So well, well plus I, the fact there's so many different things you can get into. Yeah, it's it's such a wide field, uh, and that's that's probably. Which, you know, something you'd probably want to get into is, is, you know, first find out what kind of, you know, CG artist you want to be. You know, what kind of effects do you want to do? Um, you know, you might want to go onto YouTube and find out, you know, what excites you the most. And if you've already done that, um, you know, then you're way ahead of the game. Uh, but there are a few things you really want to know before, you, you know, you get started learning. And uh, probably the, the first thing I'd say is that you need to, need to have, you know, as far as basics go, is you'll, you have to have the ability to use software tools. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, so, well, definitely the software tools, but like, like, you know, just what you were saying before, depending on what kind of things you're interested in learning about, you know, are you, are you wanting to create just 2D effects, uh, you know, sparks, electricity, fire, explosions, you know, mm -hmm. keying out green screen video for background plates, or are you trying to do, wanting to do physics, actual physical physics simulations with water, smoke, um, cloth, or destructible 3D objects? So, yeah. you know, if you know what you want to, you're interested in learning, then yeah, you're going to need your hardware, obviously your computer, um, and uh, also the software. And so that'll, that will determine what software, um, you know, basically what your hardware is, uh, is determined by what software you're going to be using because there's specs and recommendations that they're going to have. Um, some of the higher end things that you'd be doing VFX like Nuke or some of the other ones, um, they're going to require a little bit more hardware than you're, than you may be willing to pay at first to do basic stuff. So yeah, more horsepower. Yeah, right. So check that out first before you get started as well. So let's say I have I have the computer. I, I may I, I I have you know I know how to use software. Um, I I think probably you know 
a basic thing you need is you get you have to be a creative thinker and uh you know along with that comes uh, you know you have to have a really good imagination to to do cgi work um as, as well as of course a desire to learn and, and you have to really like learning because there's like you said that there's there is a learning curve associated with doing computer graphics um Yes, and if you already have a, a love for um, you know some of the the movies that you've seen, some of the blockbusters we see, um, you know Avengers or Lord of the Rings or any of those things, and you're like jazzed about and, and just excited to see how did they do that? How did how did the they create those those amazing things that I know were created in the computer? And there's no way in the world that those could be a practical or real effects. Um, I want to learn how to do that. Um, so that's that's kind of the thing you need to have in the back of your mind as well. Um, so, and there's, there's also, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't talk about this, but there's, there's not only, you know, you're thinking maybe, oh, well, the software is really expensive. There's tons of, uh, tutorials, um, that come along with, um, uh, free software that you can get as well as, um, you know, there's, um, educational versions of a lot of the mainstream, um, Maya and 3d studio max. Um. Well, even, even blender, we talked about this in our last podcast. Blender is absolutely free. You can download it and it can do most everything that Maya and max and, you know, not, not maybe not quite what Houdini can do, but it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty capable piece of software. So, you know, you don't have to buy or, you know, a, a piece of software. So that, you know, that's, that would be a great place to start. I think. Yes. Um, and if you're doing, you know, things like, uh, visual sex uh visual visual sex visual effects software for for compositing or visual sex uh no of course not i wouldn't say that on on a podcast how rude of me no uh there would be like an after effects uh you can get a a download of of after effects they have trials of of the adobe software so you could do and and if you decided to go with visual effects um you know using adobe software like um after effects um you could it's reasonably reasonably priced so yeah. um, that that's something you can do there's there's hitfilm uh pro um and then there's one that i just recently came across um it's an open source compositing software for vfx um it's called natron so check that one out as yeah, well yeah that's a pretty pretty nice tool too absolutely i haven't actually yeah, seen yeah there's that a lot one. of there's there's a lot of software tools out there that are, you know, free to use or or at a minimal charge. I know, I mean, Adobe for the whole Adobe suite, you can, I think you can get it for 30, 30 bucks a month or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's great, just definitely well worth the investment. I mean, if you're, especially if you're on a budget. Oh, for sure. Well, what, what about if you're, say you're into it and you go, okay, I want to start, I want to, I want to start doing it. So you're going to have to dedicate some serious time if you really want to get into the, as a, as a profession. You know, if you if you realistically, if you apply yourself, you can learn the basics in probably three to five months. But uh, if you're not passionate about learning, it'll take you forever and that'll frustrate you. Um, so, you know, um, and, and also if you're doing some VFX, uh, you know, comp- I'm just speaking only of compositing stuff or doing yeah. you know, special effects on, on uh, background plates and video. Um, you can there's lots of background free background plates you can, and stock footage you can practice on. You can also get shoot it with your own smartphone and then port it into your computer and then do effects on top of that. So there's lots of that ability to do. We'll be back in a moment, but first, a question. Do you run a small business online but find that it lacks online presence? Are you truly engaged with your customer base and prospects? You might want to check out AlphaWave Systems. They build responsive and eye-popping websites and get first-page Google ranking results. They can energize your digital channels to grow your customer base and revenue. So, whether it's a new website, 
increased social media presence, customer relations management, or analytics. You can grow your business in the cloud and experience rapid and tangible results. Go to alphawave.io to learn how. I think, you know, uh, you know, if you want to become a good, good animator uh, or a good CGI artist, you know, another thing you'll, you'll probably want to do is, I mean, this, and you don't even need software for this. You just, you need to develop a keen eye for detail. You know, you got to take the time to be, you know, d develop your, your uh, powers of observation. Um, you know, that's, that's part of being key artist uh, in any, any art field. You know, you've got to, you got to be able to observe the world around you. And, and because that, that's how you can reflect it in your artwork. You know, if you don't, if you're not paying attention and, you know, it's hard to put those details into your animations or your, or your CG. Um, so, you know, wherever you are, you know, make sure you're taking the time to just, you know, observe your surroundings and then uh, you'll, you'll find that creeping into your work. So, um, you well, know, that yeah, can't be understated. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, and then the, uh, the 3D animation, if you're just interested in that particular part of it instead of visual effects, um, you know, obviously it's for, you can use that in films as well as video games and things like that. So we've, we've talked about that in previous podcasts. So, you know, what is 3d animation? It's, it's, uh, basically creating a, a digital puppet in the computer. Basically, you know, you have a 3d model with textures applied to it, and then you have a rig and a rig controls and then you animate on top of that. Yeah. And animate with those rig controls. So 3d models could be characters, buildings, trees, uh, basically anything in real life or in your wildest imagination that you can uh, model in the computer in 3D. And then in, if you take, once you've got the 3D model, uh, let's say it's a character, then mm -hmm. you have the internal skeleton, which is called the rig. And that's either called bones or joints. And then that is bound or skinned to a 3D model. And then that allows it to move and deform in the computer. On top of that, you've got your rig controls. And, and that basically is uh, built to help animate the skeleton in a more realistic way. Uh, for example, controls to help open and close the eyes, um, the mouth, fingers, doing facial poses, yep. and then set up for cloth simulation um, for at least uh, you know human 3D characters. And then you you know now it's time for animation. You can either keyframe and learn about keyframing that 3D animation, which is all the things we'll discuss in a moment, and then uh, or you can get motion capture off of uh, Mixamo and then apply it to your character. So would you say would you say that uh, you know I mean as far as skills that you need to kind of, kind of bring in to, to become a good, say animator, um, would you say it helps to have draw, strong drawing skills? Um, at um, I, I personally, I think we talked about this before in another podcast. I believe you should have some good drawing, uh, drawing skills because it'll help you map out what, let's say you wanted to do a spinning back kick or something like that. You want to, you want to be able to, to, uh, do some, um, drawings of that and, and sketch it out ahead of time in frames, um, kind of plotting it out like uh, you would in a, a normal, um, you know, if you're doing a choreography, you're going to want yeah, it's to all, it's, it's, I'm sure it's a lot faster and easier to sketch it on paper than, than to, you know, try to do some type of... Yeah, it just uh, gets your thoughts on paper so you can see what you're doing and kind of plan ahead and what, what anticipates certain things. I mean, you could do straight ahead, what they call straight ahead, but um, you know, animation where you just go ahead and just start going posing and and you're not actually going pose to pose you're just creating animations um uh, as if there is no pose to pose you're just going and saying okay it goes here it goes there um, you're moving the joints around and you're kind of looking at it and playing it back and and saying oh that looks good and then keep going straight ahead that's kind of what that means but 
my recommendation for anyone really wanting to learn animation um, is is you got to learn the twelve principles of animation. Oh, that's a Disney Disney thing, right? Yeah, they're they're it's a it was their first formally introduced um, by Disney animators uh, Ollie Johnston, uh, like my oh, okay. last name. No, uh, no relative of mine. I wish he was. I'm, and Frank Thomas in their book uh, Disney's Illustration or Illusion of Life. Yeah, so if you're if you get that book and another must have for any uh, serious animators uh, out there that are at least wanting to be an animator would be um, my favorite this is the animators uh, survival kit by uh, Richard Williams. Um, he, it, it, both books are great. And if you see any animators, uh, if you know, any, any good animators going to have that in his library. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, animators fight and disagree about which one is best for animators worldwide. But those 12 principles I was talking about, you know, there just a few of them are squash and stretch. Anticipation. I heard that was the most. That was the most. Uh, that was the most important of the twelve principles. Was the squash and squash, squash, squash and stretch. Sasquatch and stretch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I I don't know which one's more important. I just know you need all twelve because they're. Well, like you said, all all animators disagree on what the most important one is. Well, no, I was just I was referring to the book. The book. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's either you know, illusion of life or is it the animator's survival kit? But, uh, you know, to, to be honest, the, um, the, the, the newer one, and this is my only, my personal opinion is the animator survival kit. Um, and that's more modern up to date. Um, the mm-hmm. other one I think stopped being made or was made in the seventies. Um, but you know, just to, just to keep going, going through real quick. Um, you know, some of the other things are just building in secondary action timing and then solid drawing and then appeal. So, you know, starting an animation is uh-huh. easy, uh, especially with the software and things today and, and tutorials online. But, you know, it's really hard to master and it takes a lot of patience to be really good at it. So absolutely. You know, and that's why I said, you know, I, and I think observation is, you know, developing your powers of observation is, is critical if you're going to be an animator, you know, because, you, you, you know, if you a, animators observe and they, they analyze every detail of, say, somebody's performance, they, they, they look at how they use their facial expressions or the way they walk and or what they do with their hands and things like that. It's it's uh, by by observing how those things move and you know how people articulate or or, or how the, how things interact with each other. Um, it really it really you know will train your eye to to and, and you'll learn how to you know convey things like uh, what you were talking about timing and spacing and you know the motivation of your characters and and how they anticipate you know movements and and how how they convey action and and uh, react to things. You know, yeah, well. it, you know it's 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 uh, kind of interesting. Um, um, I, you know, I, it's it maybe it's bad to say, but I think that if you copy what people are doing already, um, you know, like almost like when we first started drawing, you were tracing, right? Tracing over, you know, we were Marvel comic fans, um, not DC fans, but Marvel comic fans. Um, and we would trace over all the comic characters um, to see how to draw. And we, we would it would give you confidence to, to, to be able to start going out on your own and then start creating your own. Um, characters, um, because you get an understanding of how the um, the comic book artists were making their poses, and and uh, those are the kind of things that I would say you can you, you kind of do the same thing in in visual effects and animation. Now there's so much resource out there where you can just look, download it, watch it, and just you know capture it, even put it in the background of of one of the packages that you're we're talking about, and and just trace it. Basically, learn how to do it and do pose to pose stuff on, on top of what they're doing and look what they're doing. Um, in addition to obviously the 12 principles, I'm just saying, yeah, this is just something that to um, also do. Um, I do it 
and um, you know, over in the past, which which got me to a point where it's like, you know, that you have so much knowledge um, of you know your principles, and then you start doing, you know, you start doing it, and then you get way more confidence uh, faster. Um, I'd also and you know say, you know, try and find tutorials that are complete that have a you know you know that are have a start and then a finish where you can go step by step over different parts of let's say um, a sequence um, so you can kind of see how it from start to finish yeah i i, I totally uh agree with you i mean the way I, the way i did it is i i found some role models you know people that i that i that i really admired that were doing the you know, work in the areas that i wanted to learn you know i guess masters if you will um, and, and so I started studying kind of their work and, and, and so, you know, if you want to, you know, get better or, or, or at least start, you know, learn, study the people that have come before you and, and, and the stuff that, that inspires you. And, you know, it's a great way to hone your skills is, is to imitate the art of someone else that you know, consider to be a master. Yeah, um, absolutely. Is there any, any, uh, I mean, as far, as far as the drawing part of things, is there anybody who's original anymore? Everything, everything seems to be built on somebody else, um, from the past, you know, even some of the original artists, that you you go oh man that's that, I've never seen anything like that before but then they've got inspired by somebody else before them yeah exactly well you know it, it's it's uh, it, it's all how you how you you know I think it interpret and, and you pay attention to to what you see in the in the world and it, it really helps you translate you know your all those observations into into an art you know it, it bleeds in so you know some of the basics we we were talking about uh, you know you're gonna want to know color theory. You know, uh, I don't. You probably remember the color wheel in, in junior high or high school, whatever, uh, where you know they're teaching about primary colors and secondary colors and uh, how shading works. So you know, you'd want to ref- get a refresher on that. You know, uh, because that's that's really important when you know knowing how to use colors on on your characters or what color you should use to express different emotions or feelings in your scene. Um, you know, lighting theory is another one. You know, how light. You know, will affect your characters. You know, you you want to know how how light affects different materials, and you know how light travels and scatters through the different materials, or, or how how light rays bounce and stuff like that. And how how light reflects off of things, and uh, you know, lighting is is a, you know anything any art art um, experience that you have. You know, whether it's drawing or photography or sculpture or painting or whatever is is, is translatable to uh, CGI or three D animation uh, as well. Yeah, it is. Um, and, and there's also, um, if you want to, you can also look at some of the game engines. I, and we didn't discuss this, but, um, you know, Unity and um, Unreal. And mm-hmm. you, can, you can start getting free um, downloadable rigs for that. And you can start doing, you know, looking how, if you, let's say you wanted to do um, your own little animated short film, you can, you can get animations and you can learn how things um, you know, move in, in Unity and Unreal. You can uh, get pre-built uh, backgrounds of, of environments and uh, kind of get a, an idea of how to do it if you didn't want to go into film or anything like that. You just want to kind of go on the gaming side of things. Um, that's, a, that's another way uh, to learn how to do that kind of stuff would be just to get a free engine and just start learning that way. There's so many tutorials out there as well. Yes, and you can start making your own movies once you get familiar with you know those those assets. You can start making your own short movies and just really play around with it and have fun. I, I find you know having having fun is is probably the best way to learn um, anything. Yeah, and it's and like you said before, emulate what you see out there, and you know try and try and create something that you've seen in a film, a shot in a film, 
and just try and do it in in Unity or or uh, Unreal. I mean, the graphics quality now today with with those engines. Gosh, I, can you imagine, Bill, if we had that back in the day? The, I mean, we first start getting started and trying to learn all this stuff, and there was like nothing available. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a world apart, and that's why it's such a great time to get to to be learning computer graphics, is because there are so many free resources and so many sophisticated tool sets that weren't really were available when we were starting out. And so, I mean, most of the stuff we did was brute force, you know, and uh, I, I mean, the learning curves were just st- really steep. So, I mean, you know, you if you're wanting to learn it today, there's there's no limits really to the resources that are out there to help you out. Uh, you know, especially if you're making friends in the artist community, you know, making, you know, friends that have the same passion for art that you have is, is really a great way to, you know, immerse yourself in the world of the art that you're trying to create. Um, and not only that, uh, it's beneficial because, you know, when you have friends that are artists, they can they they'll actually give you good criticism on your work, which, you know, and they, they'll actually know what they're talking about. Right. Um, and that that allow you to, to learn new techniques and, and you'll even inspire them with your work. You know, it's 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 a it's a win win situation. So definitely, you know, get together with friends who have the same interests and that'll really accelerate your learning curve. Yeah. So what about some of the uh, other, I mean, get, getting back on VFX, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the basics for learning VFX, uh, uh, do, you, do you find it hard to, um, let's say, learning a, 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 um, a, um, a, you know, a software package that, that does particle effects or does um, simulations and things like that? Do you necessarily have to have, you know, kind of an art background in order to do that kind of stuff? Not, not, not really. No, because and it goes back to what I said as far as your your skills of observation. Uh, you know, to, to create realistic VFX anyway. Uh, you know, you, you you definitely you want to have reference material um, that you. And it's basically a, a vis bar, a visual bar that you're gonna use to create your effects. I mean, the other thing is is when you're you know observing things. You know, it's really hard to 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 see. You know how. How, you know how some some uh, VFX are are actually. What am I trying to say? Um, you you want to as far as VFX go, you know it, it really involves a lot of physics, and so that, that's hard to visualize. You know how physics work, but you know things are heavy, or they have weight, or, or density, or they're hot, or, mm-hmm. or they they fall at a certain rate. You know, so think you know if you're going to be doing VFX work, you 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 pr- you really want to know how physics works. Um, you know, because you're you're dealing with stuff with, such as gravity and vorticity, and you know how how do liquids move? You know how how does gas and smoke behave? Um, you know uh, how does fire look under certain circumstances? Or, you know, hot fire or, or or cold fire or you know dispersed fire? You know how how do clouds form and how do they move? How, how does lightning strike? You know these are all you know you want to get reference material for all this stuff because it's it's hard to make up in your head, especially if you're trying to create realistic VFX. Um, you definitely want to have reference material for that because it's not, that's like you said, just being creative isn't enough. You have to have actually something that you can look at um, to, to really create convincing VFX. Right. And, and, and why, you under, go ahead. I was going to say, that's why you want to get, you want to see what somebody's already done. And then you can, if you can download the same, you know, um, tutorial file or files that they've used to do that, then and you do the same thing. Um, gosh. And that's, you know, a lot of programs, um, you know, like I said, offer free, software to learn how to do that and, and they have their educational trial versions or licenses and a lot of those a lot of those websites have uh, pre-built scenes that you can you can download and learn how or take apart and you know reverse engineer those are how so helpful did oh, man, they didn't those... have those when we were starting out you know and that would have been so helpful 
No, we, we had a videotape. Um, and so we, <laughs> we had to look at videotape and then learn, um, you know, with our hacked, cracked software at the time, way back in the early DOS days, um, to how to learn how to use um, those software modules for 3D Studio. And, and uh, gosh, man, that was, that was, uh, that was crazy. Yeah, and I'd say don't don't you know definitely you you, you can't be doing this in a bubble. I mean, you can there, you can sit there and, and you can teach yourself how to do it, but you know without input from other people, you don't know if what you're doing is really good or not. You know, so don't be afraid to show your work to, to people. And and you know if someone's got you know is experienced and you know knows no know, you know is like I was talking about earlier has has experience in the field that you're working in, a fellow artist or something. You know they'll give you their honest opinion. Um, and so you you know being able to to take constructive criticism and and yeah. is the way you grow you really grow. Uh, and, and no, that's a, a great that's artist. a great that's a great point. Just just try not to to feel bad if you if you get somebody saying hey you know you could you could this this work you're doing could take a lot of uh, you know you could probably just throw that away because it's not great. Um, hopefully they've said it to you in a nice way and like you said constructive criticism. But don't don't be afraid to throw it away and then start over and do it again and. Um, yeah, you have to have yeah. a, you have to have that kind of a, a tough hide in that way, um, because a lot of yeah, times, don't be discouraged. You know, yeah. if if you're you're showing somebody something and they aren't gasping an R, you know, at your work, you know, just just keep in mind that you know, for, for most people, it takes a really long time to develop a talent for creating uh, computer graphics. Right, it and, really and there's does. so many people are so today. Most people are savvy and what looks good. They may not be able to tell you why it looks good. Um, but it pretty much they'll look at your stuff and they'll go, gosh, that's, uh, something's wrong with that or it doesn't look great. Um, and yeah. then you're just like, oh, well, I got to do it again. But uh, yeah, and, and be honest with yourself, too. You know, if you, right. you know, recognize, you know, after you've been doing this a little while, you know, try to find out what you're, you know, I, you know, basically, you know, don't be afraid of what your strengths and weaknesses are. You know, if someone, you know, a lot of people are you know, fantastic at creating models and, but they can't animate to save their life. So, mm -hmm. you know, just if, if you can be honest with yourself and work on the things that make you better as an artist, um, that that's, that's really where you want to, you want to head. Well, Hey, um, you know, we're, we're going to be wrapping this up pretty quick. Um, do you, um, have any miscellaneous tips and tricks, uh, you've learned, uh, over the years? Yeah. You know, I, I'd say, you know, Make 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 time for art every day. Uh, you know, if you're an artist, you want to be doing your art every day. Now, that's not, you know, art, you know, a lot of artists actually dedicate their entire lives to creating art. But you know, you don't have to spend every single second of your day working on on your art. You know, you should, but you should dedicate, you know, some time every day or or every other day or something to work on your project and whatever it's going to be. Uh, you know, just make art uh, your priority. Um, and I'd also say. You know, don't worry about your style. You'll develop your own style. A lot of people say, "Well, you know, I, I want to be unique," and and you you'll be unique. You know, and the best way to define yourself as unique as as an artist is to to create your own style, and that will develop over time. Yeah, exactly. And no one can teach you, you know, your uh, your own style. It's something you kind of have to discover. Yeah, for it just it just it, you, it just comes out eventually. You just keep, yeah you by keep experimenting with different techniques. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you said every day, every day. Yeah, and, and and you don't want to you know stay in your comfort zone, break out of your comfort zone. Uh, you know, uh, you, you know, go to take some art classes to see you know what other people are doing. If you don't have a bunch of friends who are artists, uh, go on YouTube, you know, watch videos. Uh, I mean, it's just so easy today to to get in to break into it's it. It's easy. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, it's it, it is uh, it, it sounds easy for us, right? Because we've been doing it for so long. But it it really is um, much more. 
um, open and easy today than it was when we first started. So, I mean, you could even go to art school too. I mean, if you want to, you know, take your 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 skills to the next level, just you know, there are plenty of art school classes. You know, that teach classes out there. You you could certainly take take them here and there. I mean, uh, that's certainly an opportunity as well. I mean, you don't have to self learn. There's there's other avenues that you can take. Yeah, for sure. Um, lastly, just uh, just wanted to uh, give another tip that I just forgot to say earlier was, um, you know, for those who like to learn by videos, um, I do recommend um, the, the Richard Williams Animator Survival Kit videos, um, and they uh, they're they're really awesome because excellent uh, series, again, yeah. yeah, they were actually master classes that were taught at uh, by uh, Richard Williams himself at Blue Sky Studios. Unfortunately, the same studio Formerly, was just recently shut yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are 16 sessions where you're given a complete uh, animation curriculum in a practical form, and you will learn so much faster. Well, you know, uh, it looks like we're out of time for this podcast, and we really hope you enjoyed our discussion, which uh, answered the question How do I get started learning 3D animation of VFX? You know, today we talk about the basic artistic traits that you'll need to have or, or develop, and how those traits support, you know, your goal of be creating CG. Um, and we talked about what animation is, and we kind of talked you through a little bit about what you need to know to start working towards becoming a CGI artist. Uh, and, uh, you know, we discussed some of the things that we've learned along the way to make this journey a lot easier for you. Um, you know, if you enjoyed this podcast or found it valuable in, in some way, please be sure to share it with your friends. Uh, and be sure to let us know if you have any idea for a future podcast that you'd like to hear by leaving a suggestion or comment in the comments, comments section. Um, or feel free to head over to our website, thecgbros.com, and head up to the About Us menu, um, like Antonio did, and click on Ask Us Anything and ask your question there. We really appreciate you being with us today uh, for our podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please hit that like button. You know, click the notification bell so you'll be notified of new podcasts as we make them. And you know, we're making them once a week now, so uh, you know, subscribe to our channel and and you won't miss out on any of those uh, things. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week, uh, where our podcast is going to be about what makes a good demo reel, which is a nice dovetail uh, from from our podcast today. So we'll see you here next week. Don't miss out. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, how do I get started learning 3D animation in VFX? Thanks for being with us. If you're watching on YouTube or other social media, please give us a like and a comment. If you haven't yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button and ring the bell to be notified when we post a new podcast. You can contact us on our website at thecgbros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends about the audio-only version of this podcast series, now playing on demand at SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. Be sure not to miss the next episode, when the CG Bros will answer the question, What makes a good demo reel? This has been episode 2111 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.